Coming to you live from location uh, redacted. I am here to let you know that. We're in Cape Cod. Why don't you just tell the nice viewers we're in Cape Cod, Adi? This is not for the viewers. This is for the people at home in, in Russia. I am their vice president. I am trying to give them a message. And you are telling them that we are in Cape Cod. It's very much bad for our. Our public image. Hello, comrades. It is me, Vice President RT the Kaplany, coming to you live from location redacted. I am not technically able to tell you where I am because it is of a security measure. Uh, I want you to know that uh, we are doing everything we can to stop the American infidels. Uh, we always have wanted to... You know, Vladimir Putin is a no-nonsense sort of guy. And as long as the Democrats nominate Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders... Uh, we can rest assured that uh, President Putin will be dealing with President Trump. So I, I, you, you should know that we're doing everything we can to sabotage the American election. We are sending Russians to America uh, to sabotage the Republican and Democratic primary because I know that uh, Hillary Clinton will uh, be running against Donald Trump and that is a great idea for what we want. <laughs> so, without further ado, uh, please return to your regular scheduled programming. Uh, Daddy, why don't you come out here and enjoy the nice Cape Cod weather? We are not in Cape Cod. I got my white bikini on. What? I do very much like the white bikini, though. It's make your titties look very good. I appreciate that. You're the best son of a little mother could ask for. I want you to know that I would do anything to please that pussy of which I came. Oh, you're making my little nipples hard. That's... My little dime nipples. That's what I like to hear. You got little, nice little dime nipples. Well, can we leave the radio on to the nice people of the Motave podcast listening to us? That kind of turns me on a little. Let them listen. Oh, that's making me wet just thinking about it, Artie. <laughs> Mom, I want you to know that I have always loved the nights when you would come into my room and start slowly jerking off my dick. You were only six years old at the time. How do you remember that? Because I have a very vivid memory of your nice lotiony hands. Stroking my dick as you would stroke me until nothing came out. It wasn't that hard for nothing to come out because you were six years old. The only thing you could make was a little bit of piss, and whenever that came out, I always liked to lick it up, but uh, now when you piss, it's just kind of repulsive because you don't drink much water, and you, your piss is kind of brown. 
But when you're a little baby boy, we used to just pump you full of milk and water, and then I come in your room at night and jack you off with and drink your piss that you gave. Just like every mother should. It has made this have a relationship built to last. I've always enjoyed the spreading your legs and eating the pussy of which I came. You, you know, Adi, now that you're vice president of Russia, and I just, I'm, I'm just gonna say that incest is legal in Russia. When are you gonna pop the question? You know, all my friends are asking me. When's Adi? When's your son gonna pop? Why did you tell your friends? <laughs> Why did? I- <laughs> Why did you tell your friends that you have an incestuous relationship with your son? All of them. Yeah, like they keep asking me, when's your son going to pop the question? I mean, they're they all just asking me, when's Adi going to ask? You know, you guys have been in a relationship since he's been six years old. <laughs> Ever since his daddy died. When he was at the age of five and he was lonely and he needed that little six-year-old two-inch penis. At least it got bigger, am I right? It's gotten a little bit bigger. You know, for a while there, I thought it wasn't going to grow at all. But then it did. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, bend over right now. I'm going to take your anal virgin. Adi, my anal virginity's been gone since 1972. What? Bernie Mac took my virginity <laughs> in 1972. The comedian? <laughs> Like Bernie Mac. Like my virginity. Before anybody knew him, he was in high school. Back then, we liked to call him Bernard. That's what he went by. The great Bernie Mac bent me over in front of all his friends at a party. Shut it right in my asshole. Now, if you still want me to bend over and let you put your peenie in my. Ain't even. Peenie in my. Then I can show you. I just, I want to be honest with you, because that's the kind of relationship I like to have with my incestuous son. Mom, was that the episode of the Bernie Mac show where he talked about the hot-ass woman that he fucked in the dressing room? This this wasn't in a dressing room. This was at a party. <laughs> he was in high school. He wasn't a comedian yet then, Adi. I don't know what you get, what you're not getting. I, I know, but then he... This was easily 20 or 30 years before the show even existed. He was he was but a teenager. I remember he had a big cigar in his mouth, just like he did in the show, though. But I, I think he told this story on the show. I don't think it was an episode he, of the show. I think he, I watched every episode because he was... I missed the way his big dick felt in my pussy. Was he the love of your life? You are. I very much love to hear you say that. Honestly, Mom, I've always had feelings for you, Mom. I, I know, that's why we're in a relationship. That's why I want you to pop the question. <laughs> but I, I want you to know it goes so much more than sex for me. You have always been... I want to try to have a child. You want to have a child with me, Artie? Yes, is that the question? Even though I'm over 40 years old and you was my son and the risk for mental illness is skyrocketed. Like, literally ten times the normal, you know, I think you know. It, I think it would be worth it. Just for the slight chance that it doesn't come out re-
Even if it comes out through a it will be... We would have to kill it. Well, yes, but it would be a testament to a See, relationship I, I, well I lived. Just, I think it's very sweet that you open up to me like this. You know, you're never really good with your emotions. But at the same time, you want me to shove this thing out of my, admittedly, a little loose vagina. Knowing it'll come out retarded, we have to kill it. That's what you're asking me for. That's, that's a lot to ask somebody before you even pop the question. I will... I will pop the question if that is what it takes. If you put a ring on it, then maybe I'll consider pushing a re out of my vagina. Just as long as it doesn't come out swinging. You know, they love to swing, you know? They, whenever you get a re in public, they just start swinging their arms around. You know, clapping. Yes. Yeah. I don't want coming out clapping in my vagina. That would hurt. But the, you have said that it's admittedly loose, so it pro you probably wouldn't feel it. What the fuck, I? <laughs> I'm sorry, mommy. I'm so, uh, should I call you Brenda? Would that take our relationship to the next level? I would like it very much if you still continue to call me mom. I think that really adds to the effect. Or mommy. Or mother dearest. You know, I was telling my friend Betty Jean Stutler about our relationship. <laughs> And she was telling me, you know, Brenda, I'm taking real nice. Did you drink your son like that? And I said, yeah, I know. And she said, Brenda, can I bring you some mountain? And I said, I don't know. I don't know why I'm randomly bringing this up. <laughs> Betty Jean Stutler wants to be a guest on the Motif. Do you think you can arrange that? Yeah. Good, because here she is. Betty, I love your baked beans. What? <laughs> you what? I know I love that you're always eating baked beans. What? Okay, was my favorite show. <laughs> I love incest. <laughs> I want to know, how do you even bring up to your friends <laughs> that you're in, that you're <laughs> fucking your son. your son? And then have it come up in casual conversation every time <clears throat> after that. Like, just remain friends. <laughs> and have friends None. like... I actually... The only person I ever told about our incest was Petunia. You told Petunia? Yes, that's why she'd stopped coming to Thanksgiving. I thought it was just because she didn't like my turkey. No, it's because she didn't like that you were fucking her husband. But what she said was, It is not my lifestyle. It is not my life choice. I don't agree with it. But? There is no but. Oh, there's no but? <laughs> yes. But well, I, well, you know what? There's but in our relationship. Because I know you had a huge problem with her for never putting anything in or around the asshole. You used to tell me that all the time. That is true. You used to tell me that all the time. You said, You will never put anything in or around my asshole. Right. But, but thankfully you do. Yeah, you love when I put the strap on and fuck you, don't you? It is true. I love watching your titties, of which I sucked, flopping around as you fuck me with the strap on from the, the pussy of which I came. You're saying, while you're laying down, when you're back? Yeah. And I put the strap on there, force it into your tight little asshole. It wouldn't be so tight if Petunia would have done her job. 
That's why she's dead. I and we we did in Cape Cod right now. And, well, not in Cape Cod. You cannot <laughs> keep telling me. I forget. I just now remembered. Uh, this is. Hang on. <laughs> Vice President of Russia. I am in Russia, not in Cape Cod, as the tabloids would have you believe. I am here today to introduce to you Motif, starring Zach Roberts and RJ Quillen. Please welcome to the show, Zach Roberts and RJ Quillen. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's me, BB890. It's me, but it's She's not She is. She's not. Her teeth are. Just because someone doesn't brush their teeth doesn't mean they're... <laughs> the, we, like, got a message. <laughs> someone just screamed beautiful corgi at me as I was walking to my door. LOL. Oh, LOL. That's so funny I had to respond. But I'm now not I'm... responding to the group message right now. Now I'm putting my phone on Do Not Disturb. So that way I won't be disturbed while we move. I put mine on airplane mode. That's even better. That way, nobody can interrupt me while I'm doing the motate. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, like that. My name is actually Zozo. <laughs> I'm a spirit who lives in the Ouija board. I just possess RJ. I just possess him. Without <laughs> you knowing. And this, is, and this is what you sound like? This is actually how I sounded before I, I sure did die. Yeah, and how did you die? I died of an overdose. Of course. An overdose of rocks. Because back in my day, that's all we had to do was eat rocks. <laughs> an overdose of fucking rocks? Yep. <laughs> Zozo. Ah! Ah! <laughs> that's me. Ow, ow. Zozo. No. Sid. No. Vince. Yep, it's me, Vince. <laughs> yep, it's me, Vince. Fuck. That Zozo piece of shit <laughs> keeps locking me up. He won't let me talk to you. He's a liar. <laughs> Lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Lie. Oh, well, we don't... We don't want to tell a story... That Nicholas is a part of. Like, he'll, he knows the story. Yeah, he does know the story. Well, I guess I'll just find this funny. Yeah, I guess. So, this is all stemming from a Ouija conversation. <laughs> um, we were at Hannah's house the first time we spent the night there, which is always a terrible idea. Every time we do yeah, it, it every, always every turns out to be a terrible idea. It's been awful. Yeah, like, it's fun, but y- there's no sleep. And then the next day, you're just so physically and mentally exhausted that you can't do anything. Right. So, this is the first time that we stayed the night there, and you got drunk. 
Why are you telling that story? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, I did. I was, and I don't think anybody else did. I think like everybody, Hannah and like Nicholas drank, but like they weren't the first time drunk. Oh yeah. no, yeah, I was the only one. Yeah, and we decided to play with Hannah's Illage. Illage. which we had played with before, um, and we contacted her grandmother shortly after she died. Back before, right? And this was in like 2010 or whatever. Well, since then. Hannah had been playing with it by herself. Which, to an Ouija board expert, they would say, never do that. Yeah, because, like, it's bad. It's supposed to be bad. But, like, it might not be real. It probably isn't. And after everything that happened, you know, Nicholas kept asking, like, how can you not believe? And I'm like, in the moment, like, when we're doing it, like, it's scary. Because it's like, oh, there's, like, a ghost behind me. Because we're in the dark, like, you don't know what's happening. And you're just like, oh, anything could be behind me. Like, you could literally think of anything there. Right. And and it's like, oh, like, there's a person. But, at the same time, I also think, like, it's just the power of suggestion. Like, I don't think spirits are real. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I do know, like, at the time, like, I'm not moving it. Right. And I can't, you know, I always just scream, who's moving it? Right. Because like, it literally seems like somebody's moving it. Right. I don't know. I don't okay. know. So the first time we do it, we contact a man named Vince. Who tells us? House. Yeah. Who consistently just says, go up. Go up. And we're like, go up to the attic? Yeah. And, he, and he's like, yes. And, and we're like, we don't have an attic here. And we're like, at Hannah's parents' house? And he's like, yes. And we're like, why? And he's like, trapped. And we asked Is if... That what he said? Yeah. And we, were, we asked if he was trapped because Hannah played with the Ouija board. And he said, yes. And he says he follows her, which I don't understand. And he says that we He's need... trapped, but he follows her. Yeah. Okay. And then he says that we need to go up into the attic and free him somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably by Sage. Because that's like, you know, hokey, hocus pocus. Like, <laughs> Sage cleans ghosts or whatever. Um, and then we also talked to, for a small amount of time, a man named Sid. But we didn't know much about Sid because then Vince came in and... You know, we ended up, like, chatting with Vince. He said, like, he was protecting Hannah. Like, he was, he you know, he's been there for a while, three or four, you know, five or six years. You know, whatever. And then we stopped. And we were like, yeah, we should, you know, even if it's not real, which, you know, probably... Every time every time we're done with the Ouija board, I'm like, oh, it's not real. Every, yeah, immediately after we do it, I'm like, oh, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. Except last time, <clears throat> except I got scared on the way home. Yeah. Um. So then, you know... We didn't really think about much, but we were like, you know, we should probably just go up into her attic, just into Hannah's parents' attic, just because it would be neat, and also because, like, a Ouija board told us to. So we go, so, we, you know, it takes a few weeks, and we go to the mask that night, and we're back at Hannah's house, and we play with the Ouija board again, and... Did we play with the Ouija board again? Yeah. Did we? I don't remember. No, we didn't. But we played with it again... Did we? I don't think we did. I think, like, after that... Oh, yeah, we went to... Okay, so then we're at Hannah's house, Hannah's parents' house, because they were not at home that day, and we sat in the living room and used it, and it just kept saying, like, go up. Like, you're here... Really? You were in the living room and just kept saying go up? Yeah, it was like, go up, go up, go up, go up, and we're like, okay, like, what do you want us to do when we get there? And it just says free. And you weren't doing it. No, I was not doing it. And it was saying, like, free, like, you know... 
free me, like, help, like, go up. That's terrifying. It was terrifying. <clears throat> so we, uh, you know where Hannah's attic is. It's like that, you go into her, like, her parents' kitchen, and there's, like, the door to the, yeah. there's, like, a door to the side, and yeah. there's just, like, three, like, not even steps. Like, it's not steps. It's weird. It's, like, hidden, it's, like, tucked away. <clears throat> it's, like, three, I mean, they are steps. Like, you have to use them to get up there, but they're yeah, more, like, storage people. shelves. Oh. You know, and so they just have shit all over them. So we have to clean them off a little bit. And Hannah starts to go up, because I was like, well, it's your attic, your ghost, like, you go up. Yeah. But she can't lift the crawl space thing, which wasn't that heavy. So she was lying. Well, I mean, she might be weak, or she might have been lying. But either way, yeah. So either way, I ended up having to go up, because I was like, well, I don't believe. Yeah, like, but at the time, it was kind of scary. Right. So then I'm... I'm sitting under this crawl space, like, getting ready to pop it up, and I'm, like, terrified. Like, I'm, like, this is terrifying. Like, we're gonna open this up, and, like, immediately, like... There's gonna be a command looking at you. Right. Don't say that. Like, I'm I'm scared, like, (laughs) as if it hasn't happened yet. Like, that I was gonna, like, open it, and it was immediately gonna be, like, there's just a dead body there, you know? Or something terrifying, or, like, a, a fucking, like, apparition of a ghost. So, I, like, push it up, and I make Hannah look first, because, like, I was scared. (laughs) Like, I just was like, she shined her flashlight, well, her phone flashlight, but she didn't, she wasn't able to stand up unless I got literally into the attic. Like, it would, the hole was not big enough for the two of us. And, like, just the small amount of space, like, it's just, you know, it's like a very small little hole. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna have to stand up. So I, like, gave this long speech. I was like, don't hurt me. <laughs> like, and I poked my head up, and it's just like, on, you know, as I poked my head up on the right, there was just, it, it ran like the whole length of the house. Like it was really? a huge attic. Huh. And, um, on like one half, it was just insulation. Like there was nothing over there. Yeah. And then on the other half, there was like a flooring and there was just stuff, there was stuff like all throughout it. Like there was just knickknacks and like boxes and suitcases and boxes and just, just everything, like anything. There was everything up there. <clears throat> it was like even a bird cage. That's weird. Yeah, like a giant bird cage, and it was creepy as fuck because there's no lights up there. So like, I'm just shining a f- like a small phone flashlight, and like you know you can't see all the way. You can't see everything. Yeah, so you just see it as you shine it. Right, and so they start using the Ouija board, like at my feet, like while I'm like standing in the attic that it told us to go up into. Oh, yeah, that's not okay. Oh, it was terrifying. And they were like, "Do you see Zach?" And it said yes. And I was like. Uh, I'm going to kill myself. Like, it was t- absolutely terrifying. And she, it was like, what do you want us to do? And it's like, find me. And I was like, w- no. I was like, I'm not going to walk around up here because, like, there is a dead body up here. <laughs> and then it said, like, suitcase. And there were, like, two suitcases, like, right there. Did they know there was a suitcase up there? I don't think so. That's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So then I got, I climbed up more. Hannah got up. And then Nicholas got up. We were all in the attic, essentially. But we were just sitting, like, right at the hole. And we were Ouija-ing. And it kept saying, like, find me or, like, free me. And then it said letter. Like, find a letter. And I was like, okay, well, we can't find a letter up here. Like, there's so much shit. And it said it was in the suitcase. And then it, and then we were like, is there anything else that we need to find and bring down with us? And it said diary. But then it said it was in the suitcase. So we pick up this blue suitcase. I was like, this suitcase, this blue suitcase, this suitcase. Like, 
and it kept saying like yes and then we all we went down i closed it behind me which was fucking terrifying it was just terrifying it was absolutely terrifying and then we went and opened the suitcase and there were just like there was like carpet in it and that was it it was just carpet and like a like a tarp tablecloth thing that's so weird that they would put carpet in a suitcase well it was weird and so we Ouija'd again, and we were like, why'd you lie, essentially? Like, why did you lie? And it said, um, it was Sid this time from earlier. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and Sid was like, Vince is gone. And we were like, well, that's what he wanted. Did it, did it spell out Vince is gone? No, we were like, where's Vince? And it spelled gone? Yeah. And we were like, well, that's what he wanted. And it was it like moved to no. And we were like, yeah, well, that he told us to go up and let him go. And they were like, he was, like, bad. Like, he's a liar. Like, he lied. And we were like, are you just mad because we didn't, like, let you free? And it was like, no. And I was like, okay, then why, like, why did he have us get the suitcase? And it's like, because he's a liar. And I was like, but he's free, and that's what he wanted. Yeah. According to, like, what, you know, according to this yeah. uh, scenario. And he's like, and he just, Sid just kept saying, like, mad and, like, liar. Sid loves saying mad. Yeah. And then he was, and then we were like, well, where are you? And he's like, in the chair. And so we went over and sat in the chair and like, it was freezing cold. There was like no visible vents around it. Vents? Vents. Yeah, vents. <laughs> there weren't any like vents around it, but it was like between like the two windows, like right there in the corner. But like, it yeah. was nothing that should have made it that much colder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because also, it could have also been the power of suggestion as well. So then we just ended up leaving. Or no, we left the room because Hannah went downstairs to get her laundry and she didn't want to go by herself, which I guess I understand. Like, in, you know, in the, in the scenario, like, it was creepy. Right. And we left and we had, the Ouija planchette was on, like, goodbye. Like, in the middle of the board. Mm-hmm. Or on goodbye. One of the two things. We came back up, nobody was in the room, and I looked down and the Ouija board, the planchette had moved completely off the board. Like, onto, like, the other side of the, the table. And I immediately was like, what the fuck? And we all freaked out, and we used the Ouija board again, we were like, did you move that? And he's like, yes. And we said, well, why? And he said, we need, like, to talk. Like, and so he just kept saying, like, the same bullshit. And we were like, okay, like, don't follow us. And then we left, because we had to go to work. And that was it for that, that day. And then you came that's, over. That's creepy. Yeah. Then you came over at to my dad's house after we filmed that video, and talked to Sid and he said that he was following us that Vince was following me because I was the first one up into the attic yeah that Sid was following all of us that Sid caused almost caused Hannah to get into a car accident to make her see him yeah and doesn't really make sense yeah and then that Sid Sid just kept calling Vince a liar and saying that he wasn't gonna let us talk to Vince but then Vince just kept calling Sid a liar and it literally just went back and forth back and forth back and forth and then we asked Sid, like, what his name was, like, and if he went by any other names, or, like, how old he was, or, like, anything, because we started to believe that he was a demon. And he spelled Abib and Oz. And both of those names are, uh, aliases other names. They're aliases of an actual demon, Zozo, who is supposed to be a Ouija board demon, or, you know, a demon that is consistently found, like, through Ouija board, uh... Yeah. Yeah, people who use the Ouija board find Zozo. Yeah. So we ended up, uh, cleansing my father's house, 
uh, with a Bible and like a prayer or whatever, which you know, which you probably should have did to Hannah's house. Yeah, well, that's the idea. Like we were gonna do that eventually, like clean it with sage or like whatever, just because you know it, what would it hurt? Like even though it's probably yeah. not real. Well, just a little bit of money. Well, yeah, but it would be an interesting story, you yeah. know what I mean? And I, I mean, it has been interesting, but, like, I don't think it, like, makes me a believer, which in, like, Nicholas's eyes, Nicholas's eyes, like, he does not understand, because I'm, like, he's, like, how, like, like, to him, it's, like, verifiable because, yeah, proof. Yeah, it's reaffirming what yeah. he already believes to us, like, we need, like, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Right. And this isn't that extraordinary. Like, if I saw a ghost, I would believe. Right. But, but like, Tom just like, can you do anything else? And you guys were like, oh my god, stop! Like, that's not me. I've never really, I've never they done always that. Do that. Yeah, well, they do. But I'm, you know, I can't say without a doubt that someone else isn't controlling it. And that's why, like, in the moment, it's terrifying. But, like, as soon as we're done, I'm like, yeah, it wasn't real, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and I don't think that anybody is intentionally doing it, but there are a lot of studies on, like, the Ouija board that people want it yeah. to happen that their brains. Like, subconsciously make, like, your... Right. Yeah. Or you're just, you know, it's, like, group mentality is, like, just making it move. And, you know, there were times that I, I, I don't think I was moving it. Like, I was not moving it. But, like, there were times that I felt like I knew what it was going to say before it yeah. even started moving. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, to me, like, I don't know, I really don't know where the letters are. The fact yeah. that when it goes fast, I'm like, wow. Right. Like, like, I literally cannot be doing this because I don't know where the M is. Right. I think it's just interesting. It's, like, a fun story, I guess, more than anything. Yeah. Um, But I think it'd be interesting just to see, like, what else happens. Yeah, I'm Cause, excited. Because, like, it's, like, a fun thing that we do now. Well, like, because we were, like, because well, like, I got scared on the way home after that session because I was, like, I just, like, thought I saw something in my yeah. back seat and I like, called Hannah and she's, like, we're not going to do it for a while. Yeah. And the next day I was, like, can we do the Ouija? Right. Yeah, it is fun. Like, like I want to do the Ouija right now. Well, no, we don't have one. Not in my house. <laughs> Are you that scared? Like, no, it's just you know, not really. But like, it's just you know, it's weird. If it is, if it is real, then if it is real, then we're not doing it in my house. Like, we're not fucking it up in my house. Like, I don't know. But it's it's interesting. I think, and we'll see what comes of it. Well, if we're not dead, we sure will tune in <laughs> next week for more motif. Am I right? Yeah, I hoot. That doesn't happen on this show. I know. <laughs> Tornado. Torn. No, can't do it.